Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another big 24 hours in rugby league. Today, we're, we're bringing you another episode of What's Doing. Uh, we're going to go through the re-signing that the Brisbane Broncos made yesterday to Tony Staggs. I think it's massive for their future. The Cronulla Sharks, they made a, a little sneaky re-signing as well on a three-year contract. And I think it's good for the Sharks, but I think for the guy they signed, Connor Tracy, I am so excited for this guy. He deserves all the very best. He's got so much talent. He is such a goer. He's been so unlucky to start his career as well. So I think it's brilliant to see him re-sign on a three-year contract. He really does deserve it. Uh, he's never given up. He's had to overcome so many obstacles, and he's just done an incredible job. So good on Connor Tracy. We'll touch on him soon. And then the last thing we're going to talk about is Joshy Hodgson. Obviously, uh, he relinquished his captaincy down at the Canberra Raiders. I've been talking about this guy for a little while. It was going to be a very interesting season. Uh, we'll go into more detail soon, but I think this one is very interesting. There's a lot doing down in Canberra at the moment. Potentially, that premiership window, it could be closing. Let's dive into it. It's been a pretty grim 18 months for the Brisbane Broncos up there, obviously collecting the wooden spoon last year. The one shining light was essentially Katoni Staggs. Uh, some of his performances last year were unbelievable. There's a try that he scored against the St. George Illawarra Dragon. I think he got the Dally M try of the year or whatever the hell they call that award. Uh, an unbelievable moment. And there's no doubt about it, Katoni Staggs, he's just got something that no one else does. He's got some serious X factor about him where... He's right at that sweet spot of where speed meets raw power. He is just a freakish talent. I, I'm hearing that there's a good chance he's going to play 5'8 next year. I personally don't... I, I don't think he is a 5'8, but I think he will do well at 5'8. Um, I think we saw him play there for the Tongan side against the Kangaroos. Previously, he did really well there, and I think the 5'8 role, it's becoming more and more just about footballers. Um, he's going to obviously need the right guy next to him, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there, whether Tyson Gamble, he kicks on for another year or so. Uh, it's going to... We'll 
to see how that one plays out. You've obviously got Anthony Milford there. I think he's probably at very long odds to re-sign at the Brisbane Broncos. I don't think he will be there next year. So it's going to depend how he goes over the next few weeks. We're expecting to, to see Tony Staggs within the next month or so back in first grade. Interesting to see if he dives in at centre or if he dives in at 5'8". Will be very interesting. Um, but look, this is massive for the Broncos. Uh, obviously, a guy with his talent. Uh, I've been saying for a long time if you're an NRL club and you're not ringing his manager to see what's doing you're probably doing it wrong. Um, the one thing with Katoni uh, you know it's it's great to see him sign this contract he's got the bag, he's got the money, it's sensational. There's no doubt though that there has been a couple of off-field dramas. There's been a few things going on and um, I mean this is a side that you know, they really can't afford to have any more distractions. So I think it's going to be interesting. He's going to be there until 2025. Uh, you know, the, the the two guys that this club is going to be built around for the next few years, Payne Haas, Tony Staggs, two young talents like very few we've seen before. Both have had their off-field dramas, though, especially recently when the club's been really down in the pits and when it really couldn't afford to have their stars you know, messing up off field. You've obviously had the uh, the, the, the videotape of Katoni that was going around. There's been rumours that he's been in more trouble recently. Um, and unfortunately, in rugby league, where there is smoke, there does tend to be fire. That's the only thing I find interesting about these re-signings. And as I said, I- I've been saying for a long time, if you're a club and you're not ringing Katoni Staggs, you're doing something wrong. And it sounds like not as many other clubs were as interested as Katoni as what I thought they would be. So potentially there are a couple of red flags there. Um, I'm not saying I, I don't like this. So I think it's fantastic. I think he's probably the best player at the Brisbane Broncos along with Payne Haas. Uh, but very interesting to see how this one plays out because uh, they will need better behavior from Katoni, obviously. Uh, there's a lot that you can sweep under the rug in Brisbane. That's always been the way uh, one club town, they take care of their own. But I mean, now... Every single person out on the street is a journalist. Essentially, they've got a phone, so they're you know you can. It's just so easy to get in trouble nowadays. So very interesting to see how this one plays out. Um, I think to Tony Staggs, though, he is one hell of a talent. He's an incredible footballer. I think this is a really good re-signing from the Broncos on field. I think it's going to be dangerous. I think they got to give him the six jersey, let him play more football. Um, you know, I, I guess the other worry for other clubs could have been a guy coming off an ACL. I mean. Tony Staggs, he is built entirely off explosive power. Yeah, that that's the sort of footballer he is. That's the sort of athlete he is. Coming off an ACL, um, you know, that, that might have scared a couple of clubs off, I guess. I think that mixed in with the off-field stuff would have scared clubs off. But I think the Brisbane Broncos, you know, if Katoni Staggs was at another team, I think they would really struggle to bring him to their system. Um, I don't think you would choose to walk into this system right now. They had a good win on the weekend, but outside of that, it's been very grim recently. Uh, they probably have paid overs to keep a guy that has been in their system since day one, essentially. He was a Broncos fan growing up. He talks about that and the, the passion he has for the club and whatnot. Um, so, going to be very interesting salary cap-wise. You definitely need to get him more involved. I wouldn't have him at centre anymore. I think 5 is going to be his spot. Uh, but now the question becomes, who's going to be his halves partner, as we said? So, they're going to have to go out to the market and find someone to partner him. Look, Adam Reynolds, obviously he hasn't signed the Cronulla Sharks yet. I, I think the writing's on the wall, though, that he will be at the Sharkies. I think this guy would be perfect for the Brisbane Broncos. I think it'd be perfect for Katoni Staggs. You are going to need a really structured footballer there, or you're going to be back to the same problem you had the last few years with Anthony Milvin at 5'8". Katoni Staggs, if he doesn't have a structured seven next to him, I think he could be in a bit of Barney Rubble. So, as great as this signing is, I think their next signing, whoever's going to play seven, is going to be even more important. Hopefully, Tyson Gamble, he turns out to be this guy, but 
Uh, excuse the pun. It is a bit of a gamble when you've got Katoni Staggs at six. If your seven isn't going to perform up to the standard that they need, which is going to be pretty goddamn high, to be honest with you. Uh, it's going to be a pretty tough knock. So, interesting to see how Kevin Walters and the Brisbane Broncos handle this one, but I love the signing of Katoni Staggs. I think there are a couple of red flags off the field that will be interesting. Uh, it's a long contract as well, 2025. That's a long time. Personally, I don't understand why we're signing guys up to four-year contracts. I think it's a bit ridiculous. Um... I mean, realistically, with all due respect, is he probably going to be there in 2025? I don't know. that These contracts, they're worth about as much as the, the paper that they're written on. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how it goes over the next few years. I, as I, I keep saying the word interesting because I really do think this is going to be intriguing to watch over the next few years. A guy with his talent, a guy that wants to play 5'8", but if he's going to play 5'8", they need to find the right guy to stand next to him. They've potentially paid overs for a guy that haven't really seen play 5'8", yet a guy that's got off-field issues and a guy that's coming off an ACL injury. Um, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I love Katoni Stakes. Huge fan of him. He's in just about all of my draft teams. So very excited to see him stay at Brisbane over the next few years. But it definitely is going to be an an intriguing storyline over the next few years. I'm sure there will be bigger stories in rugby league over the next few days and over the last few days as well. But this is one that really stands out for me. And it's Connor Tracy. Uh, Obviously, he just signed a three-year extension with the Cronulla Sharks. And look, a three-year extension, it might not sound like much. But if you understand where this guy has come from, it is unbelievable. Um, I think I mentioned the other day, the first time I saw... Well, not not, not the first time I saw him. I, I saw him playing for North Sydney a couple of years ago. But... Uh, he was impressive. I didn't really take too much notice of him, though. Um, I was down at South Sydney Rabbitohs training 2019, it would have been. I'd organised a, a video for Sam Burgess to do for me um, that was, you know, uh, follow the Supercoach Guru, wh- whatever the hell it was. And I remember I was watching them train, and Sam was walking around t- talking to kids and everything, blah, 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 taking photos. I was waiting for him to finish, then he came over to me. Uh, we were talking for a little bit, and I said to him, mate, who is that kid over there? And I remember that day, Adam Reynolds wasn't there. It was in their preseason for whatever reason. And he said, oh, that's Connor Tracy. He's come up from the Bears last year. And I, and I remembered his name. I saw him playing 5-8 the year before for the Bears, had an unbelievable running game. And I said to Sam, I said, Jesus, he looks just like Adam Reynolds out there, the way that he's controlling. He goes, yeah, he's a good talker. He's, he's organized. And I was really impressed. And then I continued watching them train. And you could just tell that, You know, he was just in total control. And yes, it's a training session. I understand that. But Cody Walker, he was not saying a word during this. Essentially, not as a negative, but just because he didn't need to. This Connor Tracy was just in in control the entire time. You could tell Wayne Bennett was impressed as well. They could see what was going on with this kid anyway. Later that year, he made his debut uh, against the Parramatta Eels. Fantastic to see. Uh, He then went to the Sharks in 2020, played a handful of games last year, not much, um, sort of coming off the bench, playing a bit at six as well. Then this year, sort of transitioned into a center slash winger slash whatever the hell we need. And it's done a fantastic job. But 2019, when he made his debut, I mean, you are just scratching the surface of this kid's life. It is unbelievable. Now, it needs to be noted that Connor Tracy, before the age of 22, he had three ACL injuries. 
three. Between the years of 2015 and 2017, he played a grand total of zero games of rugby league because of these three injuries. It is an unbelievable story to see where Connor Tracy is now as a halfback 5'8", that was coming through the system. He was at the Sharks originally. He was playing under-20s, and this under-20s team was stacked, by the way. Um, this had Jermaine Asako. It had Josh Adokar. I remember Curtis Scott was the captain, and for anyone that got to see Curtis Scott when he was younger, I mean, he's still impressive now, but back then, he was unbelievable, Curtis Scott. He was an absolute weapon. Um, so Connor Tracy was in this side. First ACL was in 2015 uh, when he was at the Sharks. Did it there. Uh, then 2016... In the Sharks' preseason, once again, does another ACL before a ball's even kicked after all his recovery. Uh, at the end of 2016, the Cronulla Sharks, they let him go. Uh, obviously, two ACLs in a row. Um, it's 2016. You know, they've obviously got a number of quality halves at the club. I mean, they've got Kyle Flanagan, uh, who's a young bloke at this point, but he's coming through the system slowly. They're probably well aware of him. Uh, they obviously had James Maloney. They had Chad Townsend. A lot of really talented guys in that system, so they let him go. Um and I mean, for Connor Tracy, from what I've gathered, he was looking for a fresh start anyway. You know, what was happening at Cronulla wasn't working for him. He moved to the South Sydney Rabbitohs, a uh, chance to be coached under Wayne Bennett. 2017, he arrives there. Um, and in the preseason, once again, another ACL. Uh, heartbreaking. So that's his third ACL in three years. He doesn't play another game of footy until 2018. Just unbelievable from just, it's heartbreaking to hear. Um, and, you know, I think for most blokes... Three ACLs on the trot. I mean, it is a tough gig to return from. I mean, and you've got to remember outside of that, you know, he's then got to work his way back into contract negotiations. He's got to keep his head above water as far as other guys that are playing footy and impressing in front of him. Um, It is a tough gig. It is a tough gig. I mean, aside from just every day showing up, going to rehab every day for three years, essentially watching the boys train, you know, you're sort of separated from the group. Like, you're part of the team, but from what I've gathered from all the blokes I talk to, the rehab room, it's a pretty dark place, yeah. You have guys that come in there, you know, they might be in there for two or three weeks and they leave, they go back and join the team. Connor Tracy, he just sat there for three years. Not to mention going to a new club, he arrives at the South Sydney Rabbitohs 2017 straight into the rehab group. So straight away, he's isolated from the rest of his teammates. An extremely difficult situation, especially coming off two ACLs and leaving a group of mates at the Cronulla Sharks. Very tough. Uh, Wayne Bennett, you know, he hands him his debut in 2019. As I said, 2018, he finally plays some footy. Was playing for the North Sydney Bears. I believe he was the 5'8 of the year in that competition from memory. Don't quote me on that, though, but he was very impressive. That's the first time I saw him play. 2019, as I said... um, you know, came in for the South Sydney Rabbitohs, did a job for them on his debut and a few games after. I thought he looked incredibly impressive, the one training session I saw. Um, and I'll tell you what, the kid that I saw that day, as I said, he reminded me so much of Adam Reynolds, it wasn't fun. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And if you would have said to me in a couple of years, hey, this guy will be playing as a center or a winger and he will get a three-year extension, 
I would have pissed myself laughing. He looked like the furthest thing from it back then, to be perfectly honest with you. What he's done has been unreal. And this guy, he is just all ticker. And it shows him coming through these ACLs and then to be able to jump into this side. And, I mean, you have a look at this Cronulla team. Yes, they got a couple of injuries, but... I mean, if I had to pick Cronulla's best 17, I'm sorry, I cannot leave Connor Tracy out of it right now. You're talking Josh Dugan, Jesse Ramian, Katoa, Mulatalo, Matty Moylan's not on the side at the moment. There is a heap of talent in this team, and I'm sorry, I cannot leave Connor Tracy out of it. He's been unbelievable, and he's playing out of position. You've got centers and wingers there that have been career center and wingers. This guy's a halfback 5'8" who's just taken an opportunity, and he's playing them under the table. I love what Connor Tracy's doing. I think he's a fantastic story in rugby league. There's not many guys that deserve this more than him, and that might be controversial, but from what he's been through, three ACLs before the age of 22, and he kept kicking on. Just unbelievable. I I don't think we appreciate the stuff these guys go through, and especially that, three ACLs on the trot, three years of rehab, not a single game of rugby league. I mean... It's, it honestly is unbelievable. And I mean, you know, it's funny how rugby league works because, you know, three years of no rugby league, now he's signing a three-year extension at a club as a center winger utility. It is unbelievable. I've got so much time for this guy. I just thought this was a brilliant story. As I said at the very start, there will be bigger and better and more exciting and more well-known players to re-sign over the next few weeks. We just spoke about Katoni Staggs. He's another one. But this kid, you cannot knock him whatsoever. He has been incredible, and I'm so happy for Connor Tracy. He's a guy that truly does deserve this extension. Well done, brother. Cannot wait to see you over the next few years. The most intriguing team in rugby league right now for me, the Canberra Raiders. They just keep on keeping on. They keep on getting more interesting. Uh, we had Joseph Tapanay, his wife, uh, get pretty vocal on social media the other day. Another red flag there off the back of uh, Josh Papali's wife being pretty vocal. Uh, optics are not good up there at the moment. They lost again on the weekend. Couple on the trot. Very disappointing. Um, yeah, Ricky Stewart, I'm... I'm not sure if we're potentially seeing the loss of the change room here. It might be. I mean, we've seen Ricky Stewart in a number of clubs. You know, he seems to arrive. Uh, he's pretty harsh on them. He expects a lot. Uh, they, they they play tough. They play resilient. And then, to some extent, they run out of gas. That might be what we're seeing here. Uh, I'm not going to pin it entirely on Ricky Stewart. And look... I think we sort of, we, we, we get a bit harsh on Ricky. And, you know, I, personally, I, sometimes I fall into the trap myself as well. I was talking to mates the other day and they, they, someone said, oh, you know, it's, it's the same old Ricky Stewart. What I just said, I essentially quoted him, arrive, get really hard, blah, 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 have a bit of success. Then they he loses the change and they get sick of hearing his voice. And look, the reality is every single coach does the exact same thing. Yeah, you try and come in, you make an impression. Eventually, the change rooms get sick of hearing your own, your voice. It's time for a change. Unless your name is Craig Bellamy, Trent Robinson, Wayne Bennett. Even Wayne Bennett has done it occasionally, realistically. Uh, I don't think what he was doing was working at the Newcastle Knights. They needed a change. So it even happens to the very best of them. Yeah, and I, I think Ricky Stewart, he is... He is a little bit over the top. He is very passionate. He expects a lot out of his players. And look, the reality is, with this team, um, look, they've been really successful over the last few years. But if you have a look at their squad, I mean, they don't have a James Tedesco. They don't have a Tom Trevojevic. They don't have a Cameron Smith. I mean, 
their best player, you would argue Josh Papali. You would argue Jack Whiten. I mean, Jack Whiten is, you know, a guy that was a winger, center. Then he was a fullback. It wasn't overly impressive. Went back to center. Then we moved into 5'8", and he's done unbelievably well, no doubt about it. But I don't think he's in that absolute top tier of amazing footballers in our competition. He's not He's not like that James Tedesco, that Tom Trojevich sort of guy. He's an unbelievable player, don't get me wrong, and I don't want people to think I'm being critical of Jack here. But what I'm trying to say is that this team has always been a proper team. Yeah? They've never been relying on one dude. So everyone has had to had to put in and everyone has had to perform each and every week for this team to get by. And they've done that for so long. And Ricky Stewart, he's had to get every single ounce of emotion and passion out of all these guys in Canberra over the last few years, he's built an unbelievable culture there. When we've had Brett White on, I honestly, I every time I talk to Brett White, I get off and I think, fuck, how impressive is what they've done down there. It is just incredible and no doubt about it, but I think it has taken a lot of gas out of them. you got to remember, you know, they went to the grand final a couple of years ago. They had to uh, play off the back of that. They had COVID. I know everyone had COVID, but I think the Canberra Raiders, they had it a little bit tougher than everyone else, to be honest with you. They've had a change of halfbacks in that time. John Bateman came. He really helped to change the culture there. He left. I think he's left a massive hole in this team. There's a lot of changes that have gone on and then... You know, just the wear and tear of playing finals footy, then guys going off to play origin, playing representative footy. And with the way that the Canberra Raiders play, I mean, they put absolutely everything into what they do. They never have a week off. They they Until now, they essentially haven't defended poorly or played poorly in two years. It's been unbelievable. And you know what? If they have run out of gas, geez, I find it hard to point the finger at it and say why because they have honestly just... They've put absolutely everything into the last few years, and I do feel a little bit sorry for them. I feel a little bit sorry for Ricky Stewart. I also feel like his leaders, Jared Croker, he's so far from playing his best footy, it is not even funny. I've been talking about this for a while, and people might have thought I was overreacting, but, geez, I think we're starting to see it, aren't we? I mean, Jared Croker is nothing like the footballer that we once thought he was now. Um, I I had a mate that referred to him today as the oldest 30-year-old of all time, and he might just be, mate. It's like he's fallen off a cliff at age 34 instead of 30. Uh, Hopefully, Jared Croker... He can pull himself back together and find the and find the form of the old Jared Croker that we know. But at the moment, I'm far from confident of it. The other captain, Josh Hodgson, I've spoken about this guy a lot, and I said at the start of the season, I think he's one of the most intriguing characters to watch this year. And geez, hasn't disappointed. Good God, it hasn't disappointed. Look, he's been really strong when he was playing. He got injured. Tom Starling come in. Tom Starling's looked sensational. But once again, it came down to the moments where when both of them are in the team, you had to use both of them. Here's Josh Hodgson. He is the Canberraiders. That's what we thought 18 months ago. The Canberraiters are screwed without this guy. You've got to remember, it's not that long ago. We're looking at Josh Hodgson going, Jesus, you know what? This guy... He's playing on a similar level to Cameron Smith. He is pushing Cameron Smith for the title of best hooker in our game. All of a sudden, he gets injured. Clowns like myself and everyone else says, oh, the Canberra Raiders, they're screwed. Tom Starling comes in. The game's faster than ever. He absolutely carves. The Raiders, they definitely don't get worse. They potentially get better without Josh Hodgson. I think it was a big hit to his ego, and now he's come back this year with a point to prove. The Raiders, they haven't really gone as well as what they have last year. Obviously, I think Josh Hodgson, it's playing on his mind a little bit. He's been, he's really crafty with his forwards. But in the time that he's gone, 
I mean, his 5'8 has gone to a complete new new level. His halfback's gone to a new level. The game has moved away from him to some extent as well. It's moved towards Tom Starling. So there are a lot of moving pieces here. And obviously, this week, Josh Hodgson, he's relinquished the captaincy at the Canberra Raiders. And to me, this isn't great. This is not great. When the going gets tough, I think you want your captains to double down. For him to let the captaincy go... It's a worry for me. It is a big worry. And, you know, the reality is Tom Starling, Josh Hodgson, they're too talented just to stay in the same team for the rest of time. It's not going to happen. One of them is going to have to leave within 18 months. If I had to make a prediction right now based off what we're seeing, I would say one of them is gone by the end of this season. I would say one of them is in different colours for the start of next preseason. If I was the Brisbane Broncos, I would be looking at Josh Hodgson. I really like Hodgson. I think he's got plenty more to offer. I'm not sure if it's in Canberra, though. I think there's a really good chance this could be Ricky Stewart's last year. If he loses the change room and this keeps on getting worse, uh, it could be really interesting. And, And look, I'm not ruling them out of turning this around. I'm not. I've always been a big believer in the Canberra Raiders system. I do believe they're better than what they're showing. And, you know, another thing to keep in mind is, of course, their draw over the last few weeks. Yes, I think they've lost four games in a row it is. But, I mean, when you look a little bit deeper into those four games in a row that they've lost over the last few weeks, I mean, they lost to Penrith. They lost to Parramatta. You know, two top four teams there. They lost to South Sydney, another top four team there without their halfback. Uh, then they lost to Townsville in an unbelievable game, 26-4, you know, 2,000 kilometres away from here. So maybe we are overlooking a little bit the situation they're in. And I, I think this week, the Canberra Raiders and Newcastle Knights, this is do or die for both these teams. This game is massive. I think the Knights... They have flown under the radar unbelievably over the last two months or so, how poorly they are going. This game is in Wagga as well, so it's going to be a little different. It's going to really test these two sides. This is massive. This is a must-win game for both these teams. Personally, I know it's early. I know it's round nine. I get it. But I think this game is season-defining for both of them. I think whichever team loses this game is in some serious Barney rubble moving forward. The Canberra Raiders after this... They play the Canterbury Bulldogs. Then they play the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters into their bye. I think they need to win against the Knights in Canterbury. Melbourne and the Roosters, it's going to be a tough gig. They play Melbourne in Canberra. That's a big advantage there. So see how those ones play out. But I think this Newcastle game, this is the moment where the Canberra Raiders need to draw a line in the sand and decide if they're fair income in 2021 or not. Josh Hodgson isn't there. Jared Croker isn't there. The rest of these boys, they need to get together. I think there's a bit of disruption in this forward pack at the moment. You can tell, obviously, a lot of players' wives have been coming out and talking and whatnot. But if Ricky Stewart is still going to be the coach at the Canberra Raiders moving forward, I think this game is an absolute must-win game for them. I think this will show us where the Canberra Raiders are at. And I'll talk about the Newcastle Knights later in the week, but I think this is massive for the Newcastle Knights as well. It's going to be a very interesting game. For me, there's probably better games this weekend, but I think this one is the most interesting. These are two desperate teams who are so much better than than what they've shown us so far this year. I think it's going to be very interesting. The Raiders, they've had a lot going on the last 10 days off the field. Not much doing on the field. I thought against South Sydney, they were pretty good, to be honest with you. Their edges are simply leaking too many points, though. Josh Papali returns. It's going to be massive. If they get him back and they still manage to lose to the Newcastle Knights, who are going like a busted asshole, they are in serious trouble. I don't like the optics 
out of Josh Hodgson relinquishing this captaincy, though. I don't think it's a great look. I'm very interested to see how this one plays out. It's going to be intriguing. Saturday, 3 p.m. Do not miss out on this one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 